صباح الياسمين صباح الخير from Bethlehem On our new version of the show we're doing two episodes over the weekend so Saturday and Sunday Yesterday we had a great guest Adnan Jubran We talked about Palestinian food we talked about his culinary talents and today I'm sharing with you a recipe that I'm delegating to Muhammad Hadid. Muhammad loves the Bamiya recipe that he does fantastically. This is mine, which is a bit different. Bamiya is okra, and you find it in Egyptian cuisine, Lebanese cuisine, Syrian, Jordanian, and Palestinian. And everybody does it a bit differently. Now, for our recipe, you'll need two tablespoons of olive oil, one big onion, seven cloves of garlic, a kilo of meat, of lamb meat, and preferably you cut it up in small square bite-sized. So we call it in Arabic ras asfur. If you're in the Arab world and you're buying the meat, tell your butcher you want it ras asfur. If not, it's basically a cube that's a bit bigger than a bite-sized. And then you need the spices. So te- two teaspoons of allspice, two teaspoons of cumin, two teaspoons of cinnamon, one teaspoon of black pepper, half a teaspoon of cardamom, half a teaspoon of cloves, and two teaspoons of coriander. You need half a teaspoon of salt. I, d- I don't like salting a lot. So this should work fantastically. Around a kilo, a bit less than a kilo of crushed tomatoes, so what the Italians call a passata, 600 grams of okra. So for the okra, you need to buy fresh okra or frozen okra You just make sure that the size of the okra you get is the small to medium size. In in Levantine cuisine, we prefer the smaller okra. While in cuisines like the Indian cuisine, they usually use the much larger ones, which they call ladies' fingers. And then you need the fresh herbs, which is mainly a bunch of fresh coriander. So we're going to start cooking. You prepare the okra, so you wash them well, and you remove the hard tips. So the, the, the tip of the okra, I cut it just under the hard tip. But the idea is you shouldn't cut through the okra, so you don't want the seeds in the inside to go out. You just, with a little spoon, with a little knife, you cut under it and remove that hard tip. If they're very small, I actually don't remove it. I like keeping the the okras whole. And what you do is, in a large pot, you put your olive oil, heat it, and chop the onions very finely. Put the onions, give them a stir, and here you add all the spices. Stir them in until the onion and the oil have 
absorbed them and released their flavors. You add the garlic, just give it a small stir, and then you add the meat. You stir the meat quite quickly. We need it to color on all sides, not to cook yet, just to color and absorb the spices, the onion, the garlic. At this stage, you salt it, you reduce the heat, and you leave it to cook for 10-15 minutes, stirring regularly. Once it's cooked a bit on the, you, you feel the meat has cooked, you add a cup of water and with the wooden spoon you scrape the pan. We want to keep all the juices released by the meat. And you add the tomatoes. You go on low heat, cover it, and leave it to cook for a good half hour at least. Make sure the water is still there. You don't want it to totally dry out. If you see the water reducing, you can add up to another cup of water. Now, the tomato sauce has cooked. The meat is tender. And that's where we add the okra. So if the okra is frozen. If the okra is fresh, before you add it, you need some vegetable oil in a pan. You fry it. Don't color it too much. Just give it a nice fry so it becomes a bit crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. And you add it into the meat and tomato stew. You stir well so that the meat, the tomatoes, and the okras have all mixed together. And you cook for another half hour. Now you're all ready. You can smell the okra and the tomatoes. There's one thing left to do. You take your fresh coriander, wash it well, take out the leaves and use half of the bunch which you put into the stew and stir it well. And the other half you'd use to decorate your serving plate. We serve it with rice and vermicelli on the side. So the traditional rusbushariya. I usually like a bit of a spicy accompaniment, so you either have a shatta or you have green chilies. The same dish can be done as bamia bezet, which doesn't have the tomatoes and has olive oil, which we'll share with you on another episode. Or you can do the same dish vegetarian based, so you just skip the meat process. Cook the onions, the tomatoes, the spices together, and then you put the okra in. Bamiya is a very special taste. It's quite an acquired taste, but I think all across the region people love it, and people who've tried it elsewhere become fans. So I do hope you're all going to be cooking bamiya today. Enjoy it. Sabah al-khair. Stay safe and stay well.